Good morning. It is Monday, January 24th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. I'm not sure how the weather is there wherever you are listening from, but here in Cleveland, it has snowed again, and we were buried yesterday. And it was so cool sitting in church, just watching all the snow just bury us. The way our church building is set up is we have huge windows on both sides of the sanctuary. It's a pretty small church. And we can just see all that's going on outside our windows. And yesterday I was just sitting there watching the snow come down and down and down and thinking about how my week was getting started with so much snow. But here we are on Monday morning and it's time to jump into God's word once again. So let's do that. Let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray and then we'll dive right into it. This is Hebrews chapter 3, verses 3 through 6. For Jesus has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, as much more glory as the builder of a house has more honor than the house itself. For every house is built by someone, but the builder of all things is God. Now Moses was faithful in all God's house as a servant, to testify to the things that were to be spoken later. But Christ is faithful over God's house as a son, and we are his house, if indeed we hold fast our confidence and our boasting in our hope. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, as we jump into our week now, no matter what the weather holds for us today, we know that our foundation is built by you. You have crafted this day from before all time began, and we know that it is your will, however the weather lands today on our snowy, snowy streets here in Cleveland. Father, as we look at your word today, Lord, won't you help us to see what's going on in the book of Hebrews, to follow the argument of the writer of this book. We pray these things in your son's name. Amen. So one thing I've been noticing a lot about the book of Hebrews is that we have to pay very, very careful attention to the argument that the author is building, because he's building it very slowly. And as we saw at the end of last week, he's now shifting his argument away from his introduction where he laid out the foundation of who Christ is, and he showed the superior of Christ over angels, to now showing that Christ is superior over Moses. And today we see the primary argument for Jesus being over Moses, more superior, greater than Moses. In our passage today, in verse 3, we see that the author of Hebrews makes this distinction, that the builder of the house will have more honor more glory than the house itself. He claims that Jesus is the builder of the house, and the house is us, God's people. But somewhere in there, he's going to compare Moses. And he says that Moses was faithful in all of God's house as the servant, as the one who will testify to the things that were to be later spoken, namely about Jesus. So the author of Hebrews is inviting us as readers to reread the story of Moses in light of Christ. He says there's a comparison to be made here, that Moses was the servant who was faithful in all of God's house to testify about the builder of the house, who is Christ. This is a really important argument if we remember the main theme of this book is that all the things in the Old Testament point forward to Christ. You cannot talk about the Old Testament without talking about Moses. Moses was the one who led God's people out in the Exodus, away from slavery and captivity in Egypt. It's by Moses 
that God delivered the law to his people. It's by Moses that God's people were led to the promised land. One of the commentators I read uh, looking at this passage had a great thing to say about the comparison of Moses and Christ. He says this, Even without reading Hebrews, a careful reading of the Pentateuch and the Gospels would be enough to demonstrate that Christ is greater than Moses. Moses was a man. Christ is the God-man. Moses was a sinner judged for his sin. Sinless Christ is judged for the sins of his people. Moses turned the water in the Nile into blood. Christ changes water into wine. Moses led the children of Israel out of bondage to Egypt, but failed to lead them into the land of promise. Christ, the second Moses, leads his people out of bondage of sin and takes them all the way into the land of promise. There's a great comparison that's drawn here, but this commentator further goes on to say that this isn't exactly what the writer of Hebrews is doing. He's not comparing all of Moses' faults to all of Christ's strengths. He's saying that Moses was faithful. And if Moses is faithful as a servant, how much more faithful, how much more glory and more honor should be had by the one who built the house in the first place? My friends, as we go today, won't we follow the invitation of the author of Hebrews to look back on the Old Testament and understand the story of redemptive history, how Moses came at the very beginning, the law was given to him and God's Old Testament people lived unfaithfully according to that law, only until Christ came and rescued those under the condemnation of the law by his blood and broken body. Won't we see the entire story of redemptive history in all the places and see that over all of it, Christ reigns as the builder of the church, of the house. As we go today, on Mondays we always like to pray for global missions, and let's pray for a very specific people group here in the United States, the deaf peoples. Let's pray together. God in heaven, as we go today into our Monday and we begin our work week, Lord, we ask for strength and energy and purpose. Lord, we know that we come to so many Mondays, Monday after Monday after Monday for years and years and years, doing the same task. And we know, Lord, that we're people who are prone to just let days go by without ever thinking about them. God, help us to see today as the day that has been crafted before all history, a part of your redemptive history, to be your people in the place that you have put us in. Father, as we go into our workplaces today, as we go into wherever we're going today, won't we be a beacon of the light of the gospel? Lord, we are challenged by this passage in Hebrews. We're thinking about how all of redemptive history has just been reigned over by Jesus from the very beginning and how much glory and honor is due to him, the builder of the church. Lord, we're thankful for the blood and the body that was spilt and broken for us, that you might call your children to you. And we ask on behalf of the deaf peoples in the United States of America that the message of your gospel would go forth among them to a people group that is so unengaged by the gospel remarkably in the United States. Lord, we ask that through the work of missionaries who are purposefully learning the American Sign Language language, that they would be able to impact the deaf peoples here across the states. Help them to see the light of the gospel. And we ask you, Lord, to call your people out from among the deaf here in the United States of America. We pray these things in your Son's name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.